Embrace the Day with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Once touted as the pride and joy of Maitland, the new multi-million dollar hospital is now an embarrassment for New South Wales Health. The $470 million development opened its doors about 12 months ago and uh, the state-of-the-art medical facility has been plagued by controversy ever since. Joining me on the line now to talk about uh, one of the problems, which is staffing, from Hunter Workers, it's Lee Shears. Good morning, Lee. Thanks for joining me. Uh, thanks, Tracy. Good, uh, good to be with you and your listeners. Now, tell me, what's, uh, what's the latest? We've got some severe staff shortages up there at Maitland by the sounds of it. Ah, yeah. I think right across the board there's um, staff shortages. Um, you know, I think, it, I think it's, uh, it's important to point out that um, our health staff and our public sector are hard workers and committed to their roles, so it's, it's, not, it's not a problem for, uh, of, of their making. It's, mm. um, but also, it's important to go back to uh, the beginning of the Maitland Hospital, the public hospital, the now public hospital. Um, unions and the community campaigned for a number of years for... Um, to ensure that it was a public hospital, the new hospital is a public hospital. Um, and the, the government, the current government, were looking at pri- like, like a private, mm. private, a public private partnership, which effectively means a private hospital funded by the public. Um, so, so it's no, no surprises to many that, um, you know, the public sector, you know, um, health staff aren't, aren't getting the support that they need to do their job effectively. Um, will do their job without the stress and strain that they're, they're under. And it's, um, and, and it's an example of, you know, when we don't support our public sector, mm. when we don't um, support our essential workers, there is a flow-on effect, and it's flow-on effects, and uh, families and communities are significantly affected. And they really are. We've got nearly one in four people leaving the emergency department at Maitland Hospital without completing their treatment. I mean, that's just ridiculous. And those who did stay and, and spent uh, to get their treatment spent more than four hours in the waiting room. This is just not acceptable. Uh, it, it is. It's, uh, it, it's a crisis. It's an absolute crisis. I just uh, I was going across social media this morning and um, look at some of the commentary in, in regard to this space. And it's, um, you know, one lady, was, one lady commented that uh, her daughter chopped the top of her finger off and... Um, after a significant wait time, um, went to a chemist. You know, went to a chemist to get treatment, and uh, you know, and then followed on with her own GP the next day. Um, the government needs to step up. The government needs to hear, you know, heed the calls of um, our, you know, our health health professionals and um, stump up and start sort of looking at the solution. You know, and the solution is, you know, the problem is wage caps. You mm-hmm. know, the, the attraction of um, staff into the into the sector and the maintaining of staff into the sector. You know we've got staff, you know, uh, safe staffing uh, levels, safe nurse nurse staffing levels on on the floor, yeah, and um, in the wards. Um, and again, it has a, a flow and effect. The, the government talks about budget savings and stuff like that. Um, what happens to the community? We suffer. Absolutely, mm. absolutely. You know, essential well, essential workers deserve better. They and, really um, do. When they get. When they get better, we get better. Mm. Um, we we rely on our public public service for a you know quality of life, but it, you know, and importantly, um, health. You know, mm. health. It's the it's the basic. It's it's what everything is built upon. Lee, you've had uh, you've had these fights going on across the board at the moment with the New South Wales government. You know, we've we've had rail rail strikes, we've had teacher strikes, we've got nurses with issues. It is across the board with the public sector, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. 
from health, education, our public, our transport, um, you know, TAFE. TAFE has been underfunded and, and, you know, pretty much sold off over the years. Um, um, you know, 12, 12 years of this government has just been slash and burn, uh, sell our public assets. Um, and what's the result? They go and build um, tollways um, to eventually sell them off and the community continues to suffer as a result. You know, our public services, our public sector are unstrained. And you'll see, you know, I think you, you know, your listeners would all agree is that nurses and health staff and teachers and um, public uh, public transport um, and public services, they don't go on strike at, at, at a whim. Um, you know, it's been a decade since we've seen a, uh, industrial action like this mm. across those sectors. These workers are frustrated. They're under the pump. They're overwhelmed. They're overworked. They're underpaid and under-resourced. And... Uh, We've got a state government that, um, and rumours that I'm, I'm hearing rumours that, you know, they're pretty much resigned in the fact that they're going to lose the election next next March. So, um, you know, and that's you know, get the you know, do your job. Yeah, no, do they, your job. They, they're going to walk out and leave us with uh, with everything stuffed up. Really yep. interestingly, um, you had a report released last week uh, that proves that funding public service is an essential component of ensuring the economic stability and prosperity of the hunter. Tell me a little bit more about this report because, uh, for me, it was quite incredible, some of the, the stats that came out of that. Well, it is. Um, you know, um, just on the wage cap, just on the wage cap alone for, uh, for public services, is, uh, you know, on average, it's our public, public sector workers are losing a down $16,000 a year. And if you have a look back at the last wage rise for um, government MPs, it was $17,000, which was approved by Gladys Berejiklian when she was in office. So so our public sector workers are paying for um, government wage increases, you know, which is absolutely shocking. Um, and the report actually, you know, demonstrates that our 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 living standards are, are significantly pegged to the public sector. You know, when we've got public, you know, uh, decently funded public services, health, education, transport, and others, um, it actually improves our our our, our lives. Um, and when you look at regional regional centres, you know, which you know, Newcastle and Hunter is um, fairly re- re- regional. Um, and it, it encourages private investment. You know, private investment are going to set up shops somewhere. They want to ensure that they're going to be able to attract workers. The workers want to go and live uh, where their work is. And uh, so it's a significant flow-on effect for our public sector. You know, there's upstream, downstream um, um, investment, you know, it creates jobs, it creates private jobs, um, um, you know, to provide services to the public sector um, as well. So... Um, I can't remember the so I think it's like every ten public sector mm. job creates five um, yeah. private sector jobs. So which is incredible. Know, it, it is. It is, and um, you know, um, in a region where you know we're looking at you know some industrial transformations, you know, um, you know, it's significantly important that our public sector is properly funded and resourced. That's why it was created mm. to provide a service to our communities. But the flow-on effects is. You know, you can't argue with it. No. Um, you can't argue with the benefits. Well, the the as I said, it stunned me, some of the figures. But, uh, you know, consume, consumer spending by state public service workers in the Hunter alone adds $1.75 billion. That's how much is spent, whether it's buying takeaway food, your house, whatever it is, it's adding yep. $1.75 billion into the economy. I mean, 
what are we doing? The public sector is vitally important to all that we do. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, you have a look at times of crisis, which we've had significant over the last couple of years, uh, with downturn, down, downturns in jobs, uh, uh, people losing hours of work in the private sector. So our public sector workers have had the consistent wages that come in, that goes down to the local shop, buy sandwiches and bread. You know, it keeps our, it keeps our regional communities uh, ticking away uh, until we can get it to the other side of of these crises, and it's not—it's not as if um, you know. And that's outside when times are good; they continue to boost that, boost the investment in the communities, or you know, allow us all to prosper. Yeah, uh, and that's um, definitely you know, with, without it, um, you know, it's you know, beggars belief or what it would look like. But um, it's in why, why, why workers have been going out on strike? Mm. They see not only the effects on themselves and their families, but they see the effects on their communities and the people they 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 gone to work to serve um how many more people do we need in our in our nursing sector? I mean, I know we need we need thousands of teachers to uh, to plug gaps here in Newcastle on the Hunter alone. How many more nurses do we need? Well, there'd, there'd be a significant number. Um, you know, the safe staffing ratios they're looking at uh, you know three three or four with, um, per per uh, three or four. Per patient on the in ED, um, you know our nursing sector and our health professionals. This is outside doctors and surgeons are are the engine room of, of our health services. Um, you know that from our cleaners, from our cleaners to our wards people to our nurses, um, they do a significant amount of the work. Um, you know, and it takes you know I think some of the stuff that come out of the GP access report um, last year is. Um, the nurses take a significant amount of pressure off our doctors and and and, um, and other sort of health professionals um, that, to do the work to meet the needs of the patients and so it's significantly understaffed, yeah. under under resourced, and it's uh, you know uh, and again back to that wage cap, mm-hmm. you know, the wage cap's been there for you know over a decade now, and it's um and it's and it's and it's pinching, and, yeah. it's, and these are these are the results of penny pitching, looking at bottom line at the state level. Uh, looking at the bottom line of a budget, um, where they actually don't take into consideration those broader economic benefits, um, and also, you know, again, people coming through the education mm-hmm. facilities to to go, yeah, I want to go into nursing because I love what I, I, I want to care for people, um, but it's also I want to go there because it's just sustainable. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, the uh, the state member for Maitland, Jenny Aitchison, has got a uh, a petition up on her Facebook page at the moment. Um, yep. If you would like to uh, to be a part of it, if you head to uh, Hunter Workers, also have it up on their Facebook uh, group. Obviously, we're encouraging everybody to uh, to sign this, Lee, and uh, and try and get some action moving. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the more people who get on the sign, the closer we can get to, the quicker we can get, get to that ten thousand dollar mark, which uh, ten thousand uh, uh, signature mark, which is uh, necessary to get a debate happening, and you know, in public, uh, in the parliament. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I understand, it's sort of going gangbusters. People are really, really concerned, and um, so it is a priority issue. Um, yeah, so I encourage people to get to get on that, share it um, around, talk to family, friends, and uh, let's get this stuff happening. Obviously, the, the election is coming in March. Uh, what do you see as, as the key points here for Newcastle? Well, our essential workers. And, and um, you know, prior, prior to the pandemic, um, there was a different view, um, I think, through the pandemic and out the other side. We recognised there were so many, so many gaps in, uh, right across our workforces, uh, right across our industries and, you know, 
not only if you're a health health sector worker or commu- um, uh, in the education space, which we've seen a significant uptick of pressure and workload for those people, but it's also our manufacturers, our energy um, providers, our coal workers, uh, you know, our, our docks, um, our retail workers, you know, like essential workers are Workers are essential, mm. and we've seen that. Without workers, the economy doesn't tick over. Without workers, we see significant effects to the broader community, uh, you know, whether it's um, our public services or the attraction of investment into the region. Um, workers need the support. We need a government that's going to... Uh, support them. Support them, you know. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, there's been... From our perspective, there's been 12 years of trying to, you know, for a government to have an opportunity to demonstrate that, and they failed at every every mark. Oh, how long's it taken Hunter Park? You know, we've we've I was speaking with Bob Hawes earlier this morning, you know, and, and uh yeah the the freight rail corridor, we've we've got that, but we don't know when that's going to start or how that's going to happen. Yep. We've got a Hunter Hunter Park which has been on the agenda for almost as long as I've been alive and it's still not not moving. You know, the the Hunter is really it's really not treated fantastically. You know, they want to talk about the the 300 odd million that they gave us for 1.6 kilometers of a tram line, but there's a lot yep. that hasn't been done in this city. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And you have a look at that, uh, it's sort of just got a picture of um, Gladys Berejiklian and uh, the former transport minister, how they treated um, uh, the media uh, and, the, and the general public um, around, those, around the time of the tram line. They just sort of brushed us off, and, you know, with troublemakers when we ask questions and those sorts of things. And it's, um, and it's just an example of how they, how they, de- how they treat the re- people of the region. It's... Um, it's appalling. It really is appalling. Look, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. And uh, yes, I thoroughly recommend if you uh, if you want to see something happen up there at Maitland Hospital, get your name onto this petition because uh, once it hits ten thousand, it has to be has to be uh, debated in Parliament, and that's what we need. We need it on the agenda, and we need it in front of Parliament. Thanks so much for your time, Lee. I really appreciate it. You take care, Tracy. You thank too. You. Bye, mate. That is uh, Lee Shears, who's head of Hunter Workers. Here in Newcastle, great bloke. Saw him at the uh, at the Empowered Walk a couple of weeks ago. He's uh, he's very much involved in the community, and uh, yeah, the current one is uh, is our essential workers. It's uh, we were we shouted from the rooftops about how wonderful they were during the pandemic, and uh, now we can't even keep our hospitals staffed to sufficient levels. Just not acceptable. With decades of media experience, Tracy Mack brings you a smart, fast-paced morning of news and entertainment with special guests and major newsmakers for your morning fix. Join Tracy Mack for Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from 9, only on Newcastle Live.